It's recording. Okay. But again, this is, we're going to warm up. There's no official There's beginning. No official or I don't beginning. know what it's going to be. There's not going to be yeah. a, all right, Rob, right. here we go. It's Three, just, two, um, we're just going to have kind of like a normal conversation, warm up a little bit, okay. and uh, have a little small talk. All right. And then we'll, uh, we'll get right into it. Welcome to San Francisco People. This is Frank Garza. And what you just heard there was the first 20 seconds of the very first interview I ever recorded for San Francisco People. I've come a long way since then, that's for sure. That first episode was with Rob Hunter about a year ago. And Rob is back on the show today to help me celebrate the 25th episode and the one-year anniversary of San Francisco People. So I'm really happy to be doing this, this special show it really has been an incredible journey over the past year since since launching the podcast. So Rob's going to start by catching us up on what he's been up to for the last year. And then he's going to join me as I answer some of the most common questions I get asked about the show. You know, the first one, why did I start San Francisco People? So I'm going to take you back to when I got my the very first thought in my head about starting a podcast. And I'm going to tell a complete story from there of uh, how that eventually turned into producing episode one with Rob. How many people are listening to San Francisco people? I get asked that a lot. So I'm going to share with you some statistics on how many people listen to the show and where they listen to it at. And then probably the question I get asked the most is, what's the most popular episode of San Francisco people? Which episode have people listened to the most? I'm going to announce that on the show. And then what is the future of San Francisco people? I get asked that a lot. Where am I going to take the show over the next months and years? So I'm going to share that and make an important announcement about the future of the show today. So let's do this. I hope you enjoy the 25th episode and the one-year anniversary of San Francisco people. Welcome, Rob. Thank you. Welcome, welcome back to the show. One year later, um, I couldn't. When I was thinking about doing the 25th episode and the one year anniversary, it was kind of like episode one when I thought about who I had to have on the show, and I knew it had to be you. So, <laughs> so so great to to have you here. Well, I'm glad to be here. As I was telling you earlier, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. I, less, more nervous this time because. The first time, I wasn't even sure there was really a podcast. I thought you were just messing with me, but you were, you know, you legitimately had your home studio. And so I didn't have time to be nervous. You just sat me down and we did it. We you did busted it. it out. We and, did. Um, this time, though, I knew, like, okay, I got to be on my game. Right. But, uh, had a couple glasses of wine, so, you know, feeling okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a wine infused podcast. Um, this is my second podcast where we're drinking wine. I think I want to implement this more in the future. Um, I think I'm moving towards scheduling these in terms of like happy hour type podcasts in the evenings. We can get more drinking and loosen up a little bit, have a little bit more fun. I like that. And uh, this is the first one of those. Is it the uh, um, the professional taster? Uh, to- Tony? I forget. I- Pete Passaris. Pete Passaris. That's yeah, right. the blind yeah. wine tasting. Blind wine tasting. That yeah, was, like that, uh, yeah, that one was one the next morning. I woke up and, and I was like, I got to go listen to that podcast and uh, make sure, 
make sure uh, I didn't say anything uh, too embarrassing. That, that was definitely well, maybe you edited out, edited out yeah. the embarrassing parts. But you know what the best part of that podcast was? What was that? Episode was um, when you would whisper ah. while he was, you know, it was like a golf match where you have yeah, to be yeah. quiet while, while Tiger Woods is winding up for his drive. Yeah. But, uh, that was I really thought about that dramatic. last minute. But uh, yeah, I enjoy that aspect as well. Well, on today's show... I want to do I want to do a few things. You know, first of all, it's been a year since we've heard from you, Rob, and uh, I'd like to catch everybody up on what you've been going through for the last year. And I also want to just, you know, kind of use this opportunity to tell the story of the podcast and how we recorded the first episode, what some of the highlights have been along the way, uh, what people's favorite episodes have been. And then we're also going to talk about the future. San Francisco people a cool. little bit. Uh, you look like you're on the edge of your seat I'm right excited. now. Anxious yeah. to hear about that. When I say I want to tell the story of the podcast, we're going to go way back. Okay. Okay. Um, I remember coming up with the idea to start this podcast. It was on a Sunday. And uh, I was feeling very frustrated about my situation. I wasn't happy at work. I was wanting to do something new. I couldn't figure out what it was. And I finally decided, you know, instead of like worrying about the next job, the next career, why don't you just do something that sounds fun? And this idea for a podcast came to me. And I mean, within 30 seconds, I knew what the podcast was going to be about. Um, and it was going to focus on interesting people in San Francisco because we just have a plethora of like those types of people around here. I was pretty sure I knew what the name was going to be, San Francisco People. And I knew who my first guest was going to be. It was going to be you. Rob Hunter. And uh, so I went back in my phone and I looked at the text history. And because uh, I remember texting you about the podcast. Yeah, I remember and, you texting And uh, I went back today and uh, it was Tuesday, July 15th <laughs> at 2.48 p.m. So I was at work. I was on my couch. I remember you were on your on, couch. I remember being on my okay. couch. <laughs> and I want to just read what the uh, the text exchange was. So Tuesday, July 15th at 2.48 p.m., I write Rob, I'm going to start a podcast. And Rob writes me, I like this idea. I write, San Francisco's most interesting people. I'd like to interview you for my first episode. Will you do it? <laughs> See, that's what I probably changed. <laughs> what did I say there? Yeah. And then Rob says... I feel like you should slot me in for, say, episode number seven. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't as excited about my idea for a podcast at this time. Then I said, no, you are the perfect person for number one. I can always bring you back for a future episode. And then Rob says, when does Brooke get interviewed? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and so Brooke, uh, for everyone out there, Brooke was my um, Marina girl crush for 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 many many years, and uh, Rob thought she would be a great uh, guest on the I podcast for guess, some reason. Yeah. And then I think I later said I think she she's better for video, not for radio, and we and we left it at that. But I eventually, uh, <laughs> I eventually talked you in to saying yes, yeah. and uh, so you came over and we recorded it on August thirteenth. So it took me about a month. Um, from when I talked to you to like, I had no idea how to produce a podcast. I mean, this was me like researching what equipment I needed, um, the software I needed to record it, how we were going to do this, coming with a strategy, that sort of thing. You came over here, you walked over here on August 13th yeah. 
And I'll always remember your face <laughs> when you walked through the door and you looked in my place and you saw the studio. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. No, I definitely remember it. Like, cause I was, it was an, Oh shit. This is really happening. Yeah, I, I, there was a distinct chance that you were just kind of messing with me. Um, yeah. And, or I didn't know, I, you know, I didn't know. It's like, maybe I'm misunderstanding the word podcast or what, you know, but I saw the microphones. I saw the little guards to like make the sound quality. I mean, stuff I didn't even know. The pop like filters. This, the pop, thank you. The pop, pop filters. filters. See, I'm not, I'm not in the biz. I don't know. But yeah, it looked, <laughs> the point is it looked legitimate. I saw a freaking mixing board on the table and I knew he meant business. Right. You yeah. came over. I remember you like putting your hands on the table, kind of looking around and you kind of got in the zone at that point. You, you look like you had to get in the zone a little bit and was like, okay, I'm actually going to have to like talk about myself for a while. And always, I just always remember your, your kind of shock when you walked in. Um, and then we, uh, I was nervous as hell, which is stupid because it's like one of my best friends here. This isn't live or anything. You know what I mean? There's like no risk. This is going to be edited. But, uh, I remember like hitting the record button and, all of a sudden feeling nervous and uh you did a phenomenal job of telling your story and i feel well, like all you. i did along the way was be like oh, okay and then what happened <laughs> okay and then what happened I mean, that was the extent of my question was asking you like you know what's next so and then we went out to dinner and beers afterwards and that's another thing i remember mm-hmm. was i think we ended up at we walked all around the marina looking for a place sabrosa fancy taco place yeah mexican place down there on like union and uh filbert i believe yeah and we sat in there we kind of rehashed the podcast and uh i think about that moment because it was like it was so uncertain back then i mean i had recorded this thing but i still didn't know how to turn it into a podcast and to think that we're here like a year later um this is now episode 25 um kind of blows my mind yeah um but I it blows my mind yeah, yeah. that's crazy <laughs> so it's been a year and uh you people loved your podcast and uh, i'd love to catch everybody up on what you've been doing for the last year but maybe you could start by just for the few people out there the very few people out there that didn't listen to episode right. one maybe you could just start by saying you know What's your story in a nutshell? Sure. And then what have you been up to, you know, for the last year since you, since you left San Francisco? Yeah. So, um, currently I do me and another guy, Mark Johnson, we make, uh, iPhone apps, um, iPhone, iPad and the, the kind of journey to get there, excuse me, was, um, the journey to get there was through, you know, I've always been interested in computers and computer programming from a very young age. I've always been interested in computers and programming from a very young age. And, um, it just, uh, you know, I did kind of studied it in school and then I did web development and then I moved on to, um, uh, I, I quit my, I guess the, the pivotal point was when I left my, um, when I left my, my traditional job, you know, my salary job, um, which was nice. It wasn't a, um, a, uh, uh, you know, burning bridges kind of thing, or just, I, I knew I wanted to kind of strike out on my own. And I did that. And eventually the iPhone still wasn't around, but then the iPhone got announced and especially the iPhone SDK, which let developers develop for it. And that's where, 
um, I started uh, developing for that stuff. I eventually um, met uh, Mark and we started working together and doing business consulting because lots of companies now with money wanted to make iPhone apps. So we, we would charge them to make their iPhone app it was actually, I, th I think a pretty good business, but we, we then kind of Mark had this tennis game on the side that became, um, we started working on that together. That became hit tennis two. The, the second version. The first one was his that became hit tennis two. Um, that did well. We, we did hit, hit tennis three that did really well. And, um, and that, you know, that basically catches you up in, in 60 or 90 seconds from, uh, right. from, the, from the episode, I think. And I'll tell you yeah. my, my niece, my soon-to-be 11-year-old niece, um, she's going to be fired up to know that I have the creator of Hit Tennis 3 on the show today because she, she loves to play it. Every time I go back home, we, we play each other. I'm glad, yeah. But yeah. Um, I forget, how many, I mean, is it a popular app? Like how... <laughs> How many people have uh, downloaded this thing? I've we've kind of stopped counting. Maybe that sounds like a yeah. humble brag or something like that. But it's I don't know. It's thirty five plus forty million maybe or something like that. Now okay. that counts hit tennis too as well. We kind of do the the family of hit tennis app. But it it definitely it's I think it's over thirty five million, maybe 40, 40 million at this point, something like that. Okay. Um, so it's a lot of people. I mean that's that's kind of cool, and I like that so many people have. Uh, got to play this app um, and it's a free game so most of them you know just got to play it for free which is which is cool right yeah okay so i remember when we were doing the interview we kind of had to rush it a little bit because you and sonia your wife were getting ready to move to new york for yeah. a year yeah and so since that episode you've been in new york you're just back in town now visiting yeah um what has the last year been like um, first of all, maybe from a business standpoint, are there any new projects you and Mark are working on any new big apps that yeah. are out there in the market? Yeah, we're working on a big app. Um, I can't say too much about it, okay. but it is, I will tell your listeners it's emoji related. We have another emoji app, so we're familiar with the field, but it's emoji related and kind of the interesting thing we did was we, we ran a test on Instagram where we kind of like just did it all manually. We, we like got our artists to help us and create these certain types of emojis and we tested it on Instagram and we really got people just responded. And that's sort of something we've found in there's like some apps that people don't respond to. And there's some apps that people just really respond to respond to or concepts or whatnot. And I think if you can find those things there that they're instantly passionate about. And that part isn't that hard to kind of see like one is like radio silence and the other is like, wow, people are really like interested in this and they want this and they have opinions mm -hmm. and it's not quite right. But the point is they're like, they care about it. That's like an interesting thing to go after. You can't always do it. We found cases where we haven't been able to turn it into a true product that can make us money. But, um, basically we're working on something emoji related. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I think, I mean, the Instagram response was great. Um, your astute listeners could probably go find our accounts and kind of figure out sleuth about and figure out what a little more about what we're doing, but that's all I'll say for now. Um, I think, I think it can be pretty good. This is exciting. And, uh, so I love yeah. emojis, Rob. Okay. A lot of I people mean, love emojis. I'm getting to the point yeah. now where, I don't know, 20, 25% of my texts, really? I'll throw an emoji in there. I love that. I love and, to hear uh, that. I think that's, I don't think I'm alone no. in that area. No. Okay. Yeah. 
let's shift the conversation a little bit. Um, I'd like to start talking about the show. Okay. Right. Yeah. The show. I mean, there's a lot's happened since episode yeah. one. Yeah. And one of the things I really appreciate, want to thank you for, is that you've been, you've been one of my biggest fans. I've put that in quotation marks. Okay. Um, but I think you've listened to, if not all, a, a majority 90, of the podcast. Yeah. Sure, I mean, yeah. because you always, you know, you're very supportive about like texting me, like what you think about the different right. shows yeah. and like tweeting stuff out. Yeah. So I appreciate that. You're one of my most loyal fans. You're welcome. I mean, thank you. Um, yeah. But I, you owe me that because I'm one of your most loyal fans of like hit tennis, you know, but that's right. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear from you, like what some of your favorite episodes have been other than episode one with yourself. Episode one. I, I, I'm not sure that would have been <laughs> one of my favorites to be honest, but, um, geez, let's see. Well, I, I, I don't like answering the, like, what's my favorite, but I'll go. Yeah. You don't have to be your favorite. First but to I'm, come to like, my mind. What are How some, what are no, some we'll of your favorites? What are yeah. some of your favorites? Yeah. So I remember just really, uh, Sonia and I were in North Carolina. We were driving. Um, I think we were leaving North Carolina, headed back to New York, um, visiting some friends out there. And we're listening to your podcast. Um, and uh, the woman on the show, and I can't remember. She was kind of like a, a mini thing. She was a blogger. And oh, Sarah Cooper. Sarah Cooper. And she wrote a blog. She wrote one about actually San Francisco versus New York. Right. right? Okay. Right. But the thing I wanted to bring up was when she did the... Um, her post I thought was hilarious about how to sound smarter in a how meeting. to appear smart in meetings and in particular yeah. the one that was like if it's God it was hilarious if it's like a percentage someone if someone says a percentage you turn it into a fraction right and it makes you sound smart and we I just thought that was hilarious because I was like I so I believe that and then I swear. Like a couple days later, I don't know if it was on TV or in real life. I think it was on TV, but we were like, it might have been even like House of Cards. We saw someone do that. And Sonia actually called it. She's like, look, they're doing the thing Sarah Cooper was talking about. But mm -hmm. I thought, I just thought that was hilarious. That, that, that was that was fun to learn about. Um, and it was Yeah, that was a great, like she was very funny. Sarah Cooper, and I love her story and found it kind of inspirational how she was uh, really trying to follow her passion and not afraid to like try all these things. I mean, she went back and forth between like the corporate and more freelance lifestyle, like back and forth and wasn't afraid to like keep going back and forth. So I loved, I loved hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's interesting. Um, what was the other one that came to mind? Um, oh, I think pretty recent, um, very recent was, um, the N Judah Chronicles. Mm. Greg Dewar. Greg Dewar. So I really like that, and because I love public, you trans love the bus. You I do. love the bus. I love public transit. So that that episode was like made for me, but in a way that you probably don't even know too. It's that I and you could almost look at this as like a sad tale because I had a vision, but it's not. But I wanted to. Um, he basically did what you I wanted, wanted to, to do, do. That I wanted to do that, and and that's interesting. Like I think that's a, I think in my younger days that would have been. That kind of thing is like disappointing. Like, oh, I had an idea. Oh, they already did it. But like being in San Francisco, Silicon Valley, it's like good for them. They executed on that, mm -hmm. you know, because I actually I like created a Twitter account and like started like I was going to be like the person who like talked about the what was the name of it i'm not i don't think i'm no say. please, please. <laughs> you've never <laughs> told me this. this i don't know what's i don't never know told what's up there i think i did one tweet it's oh, gonna be awful. what's the name of it uh, 
how many listeners are listening right now? Would you estimate are hearing oh, this? Oh man, a couple hundred thousand. Couple hundred thousand. Okay, for just for the couple hundred thousand <laughs> listening, it was called at Muni Observer. Okay. Yeah. Very professional. Very maybe Very a little was a little sounding. fun, but he sort of did the same thing. Where end Judah Chronicles? At the end Judah Chronicles. There's, there's also serious. the Muni Muni Diaries. That's another one that's out there. Okay. See that I like the name of. I yeah. mean, maybe even better than both of ours because it seems maybe a little more personal or something. Right. Although I wanted to do, I think my vision was more like more tip oriented. Like, how do you? I mean, on that episode, you, I, I was laughing out loud when you told. Because I, I didn't know that. The step down. You're the step down. Because, yeah. of course, as a San Franciscan for so many years, I, I it's like I knew what you're after you started the story. I know what he's going to say, of course, because we've all experienced that. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I I love. I'm not going to. I feel bad admitting this, but I get so happy when I'm on the bus and I see somebody get yelled at to step down because, <laughs> Do you, because it is, are you I've never it? done that. You've never done it. I mean, I've told somebody to step I down. I tell, I've told politely, never, right? Yeah. Because yeah. of my experience. But like when yeah. I hear somebody just get, like get berated, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of smirk and it just takes me back to that time. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, let's, one of the things that people ask me most often is, you know, how many people are listening to this thing? You I know, just asked and, you earlier. And what are the I most, think you answered. Yeah. What are the most, well, I lied. Okay. I said a couple hundred thousand. I, Maybe a rounding error, some would call it. Some would just call it a flat-out lie. But I get asked that a lot. And uh, so I thought, I want to share with people how many people are listening. And then what have been some of the most popular episodes of all time. Yeah, I want to hear it. So let's go to that. And let me just pull up. Uh, I have some notes here. It'll just take me a second. Um, so we've been out for a year now. And since now I want to say this, all of these stats, it's July 24th. So Rob and I are a little bit ahead of the game. This is going to be episode 25. There's actually just 21 episodes out there now. So this doesn't count episodes 22, 23 or 24 that are still to come. Okay. So as of, as of today, um, the total number of, I'll call them downloads slash listens have been just over 6,000. Wow. Uh, San Francisco people has been listened to 6,000 times when you count like all the different episodes out there. And uh, one thing that surprised me is like the geographic diversity of people listening to it. When I first put this show together, I thought only people in the Bay Area are going to listen to this thing. And when you look at the stats, that is the number one area that listens to it. Um, 43% of all those downloads or from the Bay Area. I would have I would have said at least 60. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. 43% from the Bay Area. And then 15% are from Missouri and Kansas. So I'm from Kansas City. So a lot of my hometown crowd is like tuning in. So between the Bay Area and between Missouri and Kansas City, what is that? Almost 60% of the audience comes from there. But what would you guess? How many countries do you think have turned in have tuned into San Francisco people, Rob? Let's see. Because we, we truly have built an international audience. I would I mean, it, it's a little tricky because you're asking me the question. So but if I would have expected I would have thought it would be like four. Four. US <laughs> and then like three Canada, Canada. Mexico. Yeah. No, but may, and maybe I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. US, Canada, 
and then maybe two more, yeah. I guess. But I get, I mean, if you're going to tell me it's more, maybe it's like, yeah. I mean, it's San people are searching San Francisco from yeah. there and yeah. 53 countries, 53 countries, 53 countries, Rob, people have heard your story in 53 countries. Wow. Um, so we've been listened to on every continent, but Antarctica. Okay. And, um, you know, I need to do some more outreach there. Maybe show. some more marketing. You Maybe I'll go, go down to Antarctica there. and like yeah. to, to take that continent. Yeah. Um, put it on the check. Although we've but. heard you can't. Sonia loves penguins. Okay, and they're they're down there, and um, uh, the tourism has kind of like hurt the. I mean, it's apparently like questionable. Like you're not really maybe supposed to visit the penguins because it, the tourism is actually like disrupting their habitats or something. Oh, you're giving me an idea for the show. I'll go talk to somebody about this penguin controversy. I think you should. What I would definitely, I mean, that sounds really interesting to me. And I think you need to get some Antarctica listeners. Yeah. yeah. So that's amazed me that people from that many countries have tuned in the show. Um, the top five cities, uh, I'll just list these out here. The top five cities that listen to the show, you know, number one, San Francisco. Number two is Wichita, Kansas, which is fairly close to, to Kansas City. Uh, number three is San Jose. Number four is Oakland, and number five is Fort Wayne, Indiana. What is what is that? <laughs> what is Fort Wayne, Indiana? So I think that's all because of Heather McGough from episode two. Uh, okay, she's from around that area, yeah. and uh, her episode must have had a big impact on people there because okay. I, you know, I look at these stats every you know a couple times a week. Yeah, and even to this day, I mean, Heather was episode number two, but even to this day. I look and see that there's people from Fort Wayne, Indiana, like listening. So, so we we won some people over during that episode. So, are they tuning into Heather's episode, or are they are they listening? That to, I can't. You don't know. I don't have the listening. stats to say that. I mean, I I can see which episodes are being listened to. I can see okay. um, geographically where people are listening, but I can't connect like for all of Heather's episodes. Where's all the locations? I don't okay. have that 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 um, ability. Let's talk about the most popular episodes, Rob. Okay. Um, what is it? I'm going to go through some, some lists here. So okay. I think about these from like two different perspectives. The first one is I measure, um, I always release the episodes on a Thursday. And so I measure what I call opening weekend listens or downloads. Don't movies, aren't they? They launch on they, Thursdays too? They probably do the same thing. I, I didn't, I didn't steal thing. this from them, but this, okay. is, this is what I do. Yeah. So what that is, is like from Thursday to Sunday, that four-day period, how many people have listened or how, how many people have downloaded. And that kind of gives you a sense of which episodes got the most buzz, right? Which, which when they went out there, people were the most excited about. Okay. And so I want to just talk through what the top five episodes have been in terms of opening weekend listening statistics. Yeah, let's hear it. Number five was episode 10 with Bonnie Grant. Um, that had 138 downloads on opening weekend. And Bonnie was the uh, patent attorney. Oh, okay. Uh, we also spent some time talking about online dating and her adventures on Tinder. Uh, so it was, it was a good, fun episode. I remember you pitched that one with the online dating, too. And I really liked what she had to say about um, she was very anti-patent troll. Right. Which is something like in the tech community we're very like, yeah, we're kind of wary of with the patent attorneys. And so that was nice to hear her talk. I think she, I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah she like, did. And there's um, some great podcasts on This American Life about about that, those very stories. And if you haven't listened right. to that, no, I, I, I have, encourage yeah. you to. They're, they're really great. Number four was Megan Arnold. 
uh, episode number 11 that had 144 downloads. And Megan's a local blogger. She writes the uh, Brew to Bay, I think is the name of the, the blog, about her moving from Milwaukee to San Francisco and uh, lots of stuff on that blog. Yeah. Uh, number three was Brianna Haig. Brianna Haig was the founder of Miss Mar- Marina Competition. Marina, yeah. And uh, she was a real pleasure to have on the show. And uh, number two, just beating out Brianna by one, um, 190 listens was Megan Mokery, who was the founder of 180 Eats, which was like the on-demand meal delivery service. And she's gone on to start a new company, um, basically putting like healthy food vending machines um, in places. Okay. But people really liked her story of entrepreneurship. I, I really liked her story. Yeah. yeah. So did she pivot or it's a new company? She uh, she started a new... I mean, I think both. Okay. Um, I mean, she actually started a new company. It has a new name. I forget what the name of it is. Yeah. So it's still in that like healthy food and right. lifestyle type of company. But it's just... Um, she goes to places that have a hard time getting healthy meals, meals per se. And she puts a vending machine where they can just pay and like take a bag of like a good meal was she focused on marin for her first startup she was one, yeah yeah so, she no, was. i really liked her um yeah the way she was thinking that i like her her new idea too yeah, yeah i'm a fan yeah that she's great cool. she's great um and then number one so megan had 190 downloads number one was the blind wine tasting with pete Pissaris. Yeah. people yeah. loved that yeah. one yeah. and in fact he blew away everybody he had 249 downloads so we had 60 more than the next person. And I think part of that's because Pete has a very wide network of people that wanted to listen to it. But then people, people love wine and yeah. I think they liked the competition, the competition too aspect. Like that sounds, I mean, that just appeals to me. Like I'm every time I, we have a wine, I tell my wife to like hide the label. I hope they have like tasting notes on it. And then I try to tell her. Yeah what I, what I take. I mean, I did that to you. You did it tonight. Yeah. You did it tonight. How did I do? Um, you, you, you nailed it. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you got, it wasn't, you, it was a cab. Level. It was, you got those from Napa. I was impressed with just that. It wasn't <laughs> Beepasaurus level. He, he did unbelievable. Yeah. And I learned a lot in that show and I've gone to a blind wine tasting since and I won. Really? Um, I applied Wait, I the learnings. Yeah. My, my friend Brett had one, um, I don't know, maybe five, six months ago. But I took my learnings and, uh, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to humble brag, yeah. but but I pulled out the victory, nice, bro. Because nice. you've had, I've been to a couple wine tastings at your place right here when it's not in studio mode. And uh, speaking of which, yeah, fill that up. Yeah. And um, we're getting low here. I think the quality of results, like very good descriptions, I would say, like our notes, like those were like high quality. But in terms of correct answers, like what kind of grape this was, or is that that's vintage, right? No, that's bridal. That's bridal, <laughs> vintage is year. I need to. I need to review. You need that. to go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah, I need to, get to review around. the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the result. I mean, that's impressive. If you can, if you, if you can nail this. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, we're gonna do that again. Okay. We're can we go- do a cheers? Yeah. Cheers. Is this gonna come through? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cheers. Cheers to Pete winning the uh, yeah. biggest opening weekend. Yeah. And we're gonna do another one of those in the future. I, I have a couple other people I've reached out to. Um, I'd love to do. Pete versus a more like quote unquote famous person uh, to see how he does. And Do you mean that's in, the in the wine 
like in the wine world, a well-known, a well-known okay. like not uh, like Bill Murray, Somalia. like just a more famous person. Yeah, I mean, not like Robert Parker or anything, okay. but uh, there's a couple of people I've reached out to that are known in the wine industry, and I'd love okay. to get them. I'd love to put Pete where you're mm-hmm. sitting, this famous person right here, and I think Pete's going to take him down. Yeah, but we'll see. No, oh, I I was impressed. Yeah. Now, a friend, I won't say who, after that episode, they called bullshit. No, they didn't call bullshit. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't about that. But they found the wine. It was an Argentine wine. No, yeah. was that right? Was, there was a Malbec. What was the one that like? At the, he was surprised at Pete the was end. There was a Malbec. It, it was a really cheap, okay. really cheap yeah. bottle. And um, my friend found it. I think at Costco. I was like, oh, this is the wine. Yeah. And he didn't. He was this like, was eh. Mark. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mark, <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't out. Because Mark reached out to me and like, was asking like where to find the wine. Oh, okay. So I, okay. I knew he at least okay. had tried it. Well, my, my I don't know if it, <laughs> it may have been Mark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then the other thing I want the other stat that I want to talk about is okay, the most listened to podcast of San Francisco people of all time. Because you know there's opening weekend, but then there's ones that I think people they listen to an episode they like. Maybe they they scroll through the other ones. And they say, yeah, I want to listen to this one as well. And then also age. I mean, some of the earlier ones, of course, are going to have like more downloads than mm-hmm. some of like the, the newer ones. So I'm going to give you the top five. But you're not correcting for age or you are? No, you're, I'm not just pro-rating going, or correcting okay, anything. Yeah. These are just, okay. when you just flat out look at which five episodes have been listened to the most times, Okay, we're going to go through that list right okay. now, Rob. Are you ready for this? I, well, I think so. Okay. Number five is Jake Levitas. Uh, who's episode 12. He was the urban planner. Okay. Yeah. And I got to say, he, he barely beat out Brianna uh, for number five. And there was this random day where he got, his episode was listened to by like 150 people in Italy. Okay. And I have no idea why, huh. but uh, that put him significantly like over, over the top. You know what was funny about that episode? Yeah. Um, I think at the end you were like, so which neighborhood do you live in in San Francisco? Yeah, I, know. I was <laughs> shocked. Like, I live in Berkeley. I, I think it's Berkeley, right? And I was yeah. surprised. I was surprised, which that's fine. No, so you I interviewed people fine. from all over you the were, Bay Area. You weren't like, it didn't spoil the podcast. But I think yeah. I had read some other article that he lived in Nopa or something. And well, so I it, think it, it was just a little surprise. Yeah, or, yeah. or he'd recently moved. And it was sort of like mine. I was leaving. I mean, I think it was like I was leaving to New York like a couple days after that podcast. I, mean, it was, I was like, I remember packing being in right. my mind. You were. Yeah. Okay. Number four. So the number four most listened to podcast of all time is the blind wine tasting with Pete. Okay. I should say Jake had, has three as uh, I'm sorry, 412 downloads. The blind wine tasting is 493. Um, number three, Heather McGough, uh, episode two. Heather's the, uh, she started her event production company, Urbanity Events. And that episode meant a lot to me because I now work with Heather uh, with the Lean Startup Company. She's went on to be a co-founder of that along with Eric Rees and Melissa Moore. Very cool. And so, I mean, we would not be working together if it wasn't for us reconnecting on that episode. So that's really cool. Number two, uh, episode number three with Helena Zaludova. People love yeah. talking about real estate. And uh, I know she linked the uh, episode to her website to kind of help tell her story. And when she did that, um, a ton of people downloaded it like that weekend. And she got she got a big boost. She has 620 episodes, but the number one, 
number one most listened to podcast of all time on Seriously People is Rob Hunter. Oh, episode one. <laughs> it is episode, for the listeners, it is episode yeah. one. It's had the most time out there, right? It's had the most time out there, but uh, it's still number one. 636 people have heard your story, Rob. All right. What, awesome. uh, what do you think it is about your story that... <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think love. it is about my story. I think it's people like, oh, I want to. I some in one of these 40, 50 countries that you have, they search San Francisco. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna start at the beginning, and that's that's how they find me. Mm. So I don't know if I can attribute it to. I mean, I don't think that's me being falsely modest. Yeah, I think it's it's got to be everyone's. You know, in a, when you're watching Breaking Bad, you don't jump in. It's season three, right? You start it the pilot that's true I mean, it's a brilliant pilot yeah it's a brilliant pilot but uh, i think that's 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 definitely some of it it's been out there for a while but i think yeah. you told a great story I, I, you I have told, a nice story i told Rob. some people about it too you mentioned yeah. helena like post on her blog i mean i tweeted it out to you know yeah i don't know how many people yeah, to your audience me, a couple hundred to people. my audience yeah <laughs> <laughs> well so congratulations thank you thank you. Um, you, be- you beat helena you had 636 she had 620 um, so you, you, you've kind of like you, you and her, I've kind of been watching it like over time and you and her have been kind of like trading oh, really? spots. Okay, cool. So is there in terms of, can you tell me are, is the, um, rank of people's listens, does it strictly decrease with episode order number? So like I was one and I was the first, is there, is there any time when the order shifts like yeah. an earlier episode? I mean, I know you just, well, said you were it, number right? one. Yeah. Um, I was episode you're number episode one. one. Um, number two most listened was episode three. Okay. Number three was episode two. So the top, the first three episodes are the top okay. three, but then number four was the seventh episode. Number five was the twelfth episode. Number six was the seventeenth episode. So it starts to after okay. those first three, yeah, um, it starts to get a little bit more random. Okay. But it still is in order. Yeah, and I think maybe because yeah. the first three, like the first three people I interviewed were my friends, right? And so we had that like shared mutual connection. So I think when I put it out there that maybe cause more people because we just have more like mutual friends, see, more right. of a mutual network. Maybe more people like listen yeah. to it. Like do so that. what do you, how do you feel about the non friends? Like, cause you've done that probably the majority of the time now. Right. How do you like, to me, that sounds like an intimidating kind of awkward, scary thing to have, have them in my home, you know, like, Hey, I just met you, you know, to, to quote the right. Call me maybe song. Yeah. Hey, I just met you. Let's do a podcast. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a it was a weird transition for sure. You know, the first three were my you know friends, um, and then I think number four, I think number four was the the earthquake story. That one I actually interviewed three different people on that I had never met, and so yeah, bringing people in my home for like the first time that I had never met, and like you're meeting them at the front door, and then saying, "Hey, walk back here," and like we're going to report record a podcast, like that took some getting used to. And yeah, it feels a little awkward at times. Um, but I've gotten a lot more comfortable like doing it. Now that's kind of just like the norm. I mean, everybody since episode three has just been some random person that I either met through a mutual connection or a cold email um, or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. That's, to answer your question. And I feel, yeah, definitely. I've, and it seems like kind of you got the attitude of, Let's do this. Well, know? eventually it becomes normal. Right. I guess. You know, at yeah. first you kind of feel like a poser. You're like, is this person? I remember when I interviewed supervisor Mark Farrell. Yeah, that's big. 
and I got on his schedule and he's like, yes, I'll interview with you. And I kept waiting for somebody in his office to email me like, what the fuck? I mean, we, (laughs) we researched you some more. You barely have legitimate cause. We're not interviewing with you. And I thought that all the way up until like the day I showed up. And uh, I remember sitting in his office. That was the first time I had to like bring my equipment somewhere. And like showing up, shaking hands, Supervisor Farrell, setting up all my equipment in his office. And like it wasn't until we sat down and started recording that I was like, okay, they really, they're like taking this seriously. That's cool. And uh, yeah, there's that like that, there's that like imposter syndrome that happens for a while. Yeah. Um, but, uh, then now it's just natural. Right. I mean, now it's just, you know, I have this podcast, people know about it. There's a lot of episodes out there, so it doesn't feel as weird right. when like right. people walk in the door. But with that, I think that's one cool, like a feature getting back to New York versus San Francisco. And I don't know if this is so much versus New York, but just a pro of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not so weird that Mark Farrell was just cool. Yeah. We'll put it because it's like, this is a town of people starting up, you know, and like doing stuff and like everyone has their beginning and like people expect people, you know, to succeed or like success isn't, you know, success happens. It's not like, Oh, this, this is never going to amount to anything or whatnot. But like, I think, I, I think I like that about San Francisco that people like, understand that people are starting new projects like that's a fun that's a fun thing yeah let's talk about the future a little bit okay yeah you know now we're 25 episodes in um i've talked about the number of downloads but i want it to be more rob okay i want it to be better you know um you've had 600 some downloads i want thousands of people to hear your story uh one of my biggest goals is that on itunes if you go to their podcast app, they list the top 300 podcasts of each category. My podcast is in the society and culture personal journal section. One day I want to get into the top 300. I'm not there yet, Rob. And I want to just read you some examples of a few of the podcasts that are beating me out. Okay. So this is your competition. This is my competition. So these, all these podcasts are more listened to than mine. Okay. Weed Porn Daily Podcast. Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental. Stripper Rant. Yeah. Okay, that one is that one is good. <laughs> I, I That's see, legitimately I can see that a good one. I can see that one. Big Silly Homo. <laughs> Time to get buck wild. Wait, what category are, are we? <laughs> These in? are all society and culture personal journals. So time to get buck wild is kicking my ass. Okay. Okay. Vagina Chronicles podcast. <laughs> Beating the shit out of me. Okay. The gay life of a country boy. Blowing me yeah. away. Okay. I, I need to beat these okay. people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I need to step it up. And that's what I'm planning to do. And so you were on my first episode, Rob. Yeah. This is also my last episode of not permanent not permanently what not permanently okay but uh you know how when you watch house of cards there's a season one we're caught up so you no spoilers yeah there's there's a season one yeah and then you know it takes six months to a year or so until season two comes out and you watch season two yeah so consider this episode right here this is the end of season one okay 
And uh, I'm going to come out with a season two. I'm not sure when it's going to be yet. Maybe a few months, maybe a little bit longer. But I want to take the podcast to the next level. It needs to be better. And with me putting these out every two weeks, you know, every two weeks, every two weeks, I can only make it like incrementally better when you look at like all the other work I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to finish up season one. I'm going to take some time to figure out how I can make this podcast even better, you know, for all, for all my audience out there. And we're going to come out with a season two. That's going to be a step change. And, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited. (laughs) No, I'm excited. This is cool. I like the, this is bold statements. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want it to be better. You know, I want to beat, uh, I want to beat time to get buck wild. Yeah. yeah, I want season two to to to, to beat them. Yeah, and I'm sure that's fine podcast, yeah. but uh, I, I want to beat them. And so, uh, yeah, that that's where we are. We're gonna this is gonna be it for a while, uh, but I can assure you, we'll come out with season two. It's gonna be bigger and it's gonna be better, and I can't wait to get it out there. But uh, this is it for now. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll bring you back. Actually. I, I don't know if I'm going to bring you back okay. until episode 100. Episode 100. Episode okay, 100. So, so we got 75 to go. 75 we'll see. Maybe episodes. maybe episode okay. 50. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how things go. Yeah. Um, so that's about it. But, you know, I end every episode of San Francisco People the same way. I ask my guests how they would spend their last day, their last 24 hours in San Francisco. And that's one of the highlights from your first podcast. You, know, you were a marina guy. You were a marina guy, Rob. Yeah, I know you don't like to think of yourself as a marina guy, but you know when you were living here, every once in a while, I'd be walking down Chestnut Street. I'd see you walking down with you know Sonia. Get your arm around Sonia, yeah. wearing your Top Gun sunglasses. I had my yoga pants on. <laughs> you didn't have your yoga pants on, but she did. You have your iced iced coffee uh, with a straw, and you're just like loving life on Chestnut, basking in the sun. And I asked you how you would spend your last day in San Francisco and you spent the entire day in the mission. <laughs> <laughs> Every event was in the yeah, mission. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you again to tell okay. me about your last day in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. But you're about to move back from New York to San Francisco in the next couple months. And so I want, what I want to ask you is how are you going to spend your first day in San Francisco when you move back? And I don't want to hear this, you know, well, I'm a, you know, the reality is I'm going to be unpacking right. going to the grocery store. No, I see, that's, hear, that's my, that's my natural reaction yeah. to be. So I, I don't want you, I know, and I, and I know I don't want literal. Okay. I yeah. want your first day back in yeah. San Francisco, assuming that you can do whatever you want right. and you can do what you've missed, what you're most excited about. Yeah. Take me through. All it. right. I'm going to take you through it. And this is going to be, and this, this is going to be the end of season one right here. And this listeners <laughs> is all true. Um, and this is going to blow your mind. I'm going to go. I'm going to start in Chrissy Field. You're going to start in the marina. Yeah, in the freaking oh, marina. Oh, man. I mean, technically it's Chrissy Field. This is huge. Um, <laughs> but I think that place is great. Like, I think it's like to go jog. I'm going to go for a jog there. Um, and I really like the kind of like, I don't even know what, like kind of that natural landscaping they've done. They've mm-hmm. kind of created that kind of wetlands experience. And I think that's, um, I think that place is great. So I'm going to go there first to start i'm gonna be feeling good because i just got a jog in and then i'm gonna go i'm, I'm gonna go to the mission next <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna get the hell out of the, <laughs> marina. Get the, hell out of the marina i'm gonna go to the mission i'm gonna get a burrito because we haven't sony and i have not been able to find 
a burrito, mm-hmm. um, which is weird. It seems like I think they would say the same about bagels here. It's like, well, why don't you, can't you just make a freaking bagel here? And they right. know, they would say no. But um, I think I'd go get a um, a burrito in the mission. Where would you go? And Where would you go? Uh, right now, in this moment, I'm feeling um, La Taqueria because I want to go freaking classic. I want to go old school. I want to go simple. I want to go like four ingredients on that. I don't want, I'm not adding guac. I'm not adding sour cream. You're I'm a simple gonna, guy. I'm a simple guy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then I would head a little north and I would go to the coffee place gosh what's it called on it's next to brainwash it's on seventh and um god like one of the f streets fulton or Folsom? Folsom must be seventh, seventh and Folsom. Folsom. is it sight glass is that a place right around there well sight glass is a part i don't know the yeah, exact I spot mean, check but it I mean, out maybe a, we can check it out in the notes yeah. but um great i just love the vibe and i would just like you know, decompress there a little bit. I go upstairs to their nice big tables. I'd probably pull out my laptop and, you know, check email and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I just, you know, like, okay, back home. You know, this is this is my thing. I might even, and this is super lame, I might, speaking of coffee places, I might go to the Starbucks on in Financial District on, gosh, I'm see, I'm getting rusty. I don't even know the street names. But that's where you used to go and work. Yeah, and, you it, lived it, over and it's there. where it all started. If it's kind of like a, a nostalgia for me, mm-hmm. like where even like, you know, before I'd met Mark, I was, I'd left my job, but, you know, not really making any money, but just working on my own, trying to, you know, uh, scrape something together. And, and I might just go sit in that, that uh, second room at the corner, you know, the corner table I usually tried to get. And, mm-hmm. uh, and work there. I knew the Starbucks baristas and stuff. And it's funny. That's like this national chain, but I felt like it was like my hometown. It was your office. It was my office. It was, yeah. yeah. So that was, that was nice. I don't know. I'd probably do a couple more things. Um, got it. There's one more I was thinking of. Um, Oh, I don't know if this is, this is a little weird because I've never actually tried it, but I've really always wanted to try us. Is it called a sushi Rito? Sushi Rito. Have you heard of this? Mm Mm-mm. It's like, it's always a line I walk by. I think there's a couple of them in the city and it's a, I, you can probably tell, but it's a burrito, but it's like, it's sushi burrito. I've always wanted to try one. So somewhere in there, probably not, I definitely wouldn't end there. That This would be like a weird day if I did that. But like in the middle, I would get lunch, I guess, after my burrito somehow. Um, I might, I might try to get that. Okay. And for my final thing, let's end it up, right? Let's go out. Yeah. We're going out. Um, this is going to be big. Maybe. Well, I don't know if it's going to be big, but okay. it's going to be, it's going to be, um, be money as hell. It's going to be money as hell. Let's see. Um, we're going to go out to the pizza place. I can't remember the name on Powell street, Powell and Sutter. I think it is. It might be Bush, Powell and Bush. And uh, there's a pizza place there and they do pasta too. And the reason is because you talk about going out with me that night and we were talking about the podcast. It was kind of the right. beginning of something. That was the beginning for me of Scribbler, which was, was this earlier project. And I was I was just alone. I had finished it. I had like just submitted it to Apple or something. And I was like worried about the server and I was pretty tired. And I walked to that. It was a couple blocks away from my house. And I ordered, um, it's not particular. I mean, it's good in the way that like, 
all Italian like comfort food is kind of good. But um, it was like a pesto ravioli I ordered there in a little metal container. And I walked over to the stairs. There's some steps that go between two streets that are kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I just sat on the steps and I ate my pasta and kind of thought I like try. I think I kind of like tried to take in the moment, but I was also very nervous about what the what the future uh uh, would hold for me was it uncle vito's yes it was uncle vito's yeah, I nice just, i just thought of that okay nice yeah that was, it's uncle it vito's which isn't phone. like that's not going to be on anyone's like top 10 san francisco hotspots. but that's that's where i'd go well it's like a hell of a day rob yeah yeah well, thanks for sharing thanks for having me thank you for being here today thank you for doing episode one with me because um Although it is just a podcast, this podcast has really changed my life and uh, given me the energy to do more. And I don't know if I would have done it without being able to record episode one with you. Wow. So I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank well, you for saying that. Let's go to the mission and have some fun. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> If you'd like to keep up to date with San Francisco people and get updates on season two and when all that's going to happen, make sure to follow the show on Twitter at SF people podcast, or you can also sign up for my email list. You can do that by going to the website, sfpeoplepodcast.com. And there's a little slot on the top, right? Where you can enter an email address in there and uh, you'll get updated that way as well. I'd really like to thank Rob for coming back to for this big show, for this special show for me anyway, and participating and being my guest. It was, uh, he was an unbelievable guest on episode one, and I loved having him back to help me celebrate this show. I'd also like to thank all of you guys for listening to this show or any other show that you listened to in the past. When I first came out with the very first episode of San Francisco People, I had no idea how many people would listen. I guess that there would be at least five. There would be me, Rob, Rob's wife, Sonia, Rob's mom, and my mom. I was pretty sure those five people would listen, but I had no idea that thousands of people would end up hearing an episode of San Francisco People at some point. And I'm very, very grateful to that. Those are pretty low numbers compared to many podcasting standards, but to me, to me, they're not low numbers. To me, it's big. And I meant what I told Rob earlier. This podcast really did change my life. And for that, I'll be ever, I'll be forever grateful. And just really want to thank everybody who's tuned in. So that's it. Until season two, this is Frank Garza for San Francisco People.